Welcome to the Campaign Tips and Tactics podcast sponsored by American Majority. Today's topic, probably one of the most divisive, heated, and uh, quite frankly, almost semi-religious topics in politics, and that's of course yard signs. Depending on who you talk to, yard signs will either make or break your campaign. Um, It uh, always, it just never fails to raise the ire of grassroots activists as well as campaign politicos, usually on opposite ends of the uh, passion spectrum. But nonetheless, it's a very passionate topic, very touchy subject for for many people. One day, eventually, when I retire from politics, I'm actually going to write the book, um, write the book about how yard signs are a deep, deep psychological problem in American politics today. But uh, with that, as always, I'm uh, Chris Faulkner, your host for today's podcast, and I want to talk a little bit about yard signs. They, uh, you know, if you run for town council, you run for president, they are part of pretty much most American campaigns. Unless you live deep in the heart of the urban jungle and the yard signs are just not part of your uh, campaigning process, they're going to be something you're going to you're going to deal with or something you're looking forward to to dealing with. Uh, it depends on your outlook as a candidate. Some candidates see them as a nuisance, something they got to do just to shut other people up. Some candidates, quite frankly, love them and can't wait to see their sign in red, white, or blue along the roadside or in garbage heaps somewhere. Important uh, thing to consider isn't the actual physical yard sign itself it's the important part of this to consider is what is we actually trying to accomplish we're trying to accomplish a couple different things and i think one of the greatest misnomers about yard signs is people often think that yard signs are simply for name id which i i think is just a a huge fallacy completely who ends up usually putting up a yard sign somebody doesn't doesn't know you or somebody of course who is supporting you yard signs are like huge bumper stickers they are a sign or a supportive affiliation. They are a way for people, for voters, ideally, to invest or to buy into your campaign. It's a, their way of showing their preference for a particular candidate. Now, I know a lot of the time uh, yard sign placement may depend more on who we can you know, coerce or put up a yard sign in the middle of the night or what party activists we're going to call and beg them to put up our yard sign, depending on what office you're running for. But ideally, your yard sign... Going back to a couple basics here, a couple quick things here. Okay, if your yard sign is in some strange font that is impossible to read while driving 25 miles an hour past the sign, it's a waste of money. A couple things here. you got to have some white space. Don't try and use up every part of the yard sign, for goodness sakes. Nobody really cares what your first name is anyway, unless it's part of your logo. Put a website on there. Maybe put what office you're running for. And the whole debate about elect, re-elect really is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Just put what office you're running for and your name on the thing. Put on your website, and that's pretty much what most people really need to know. Uh, sometimes some candidates want to put something on there, you know, lower your taxes with, so on and so forth. But that That's fine. I mean, you're, you're spending the money. It's up to you what you want to put on this yard sign. But it would really encourage candidates to think long and hard about what people's attention span are. I mean, is your sign going to look like all the other 45 signs by the side of the road because you are too cheap to go with two color? Yes, you know who I'm talking about out there. You wanted to go with one color, thought you could save a couple hundred bucks, and so pretty soon your yard sign looks just like everyone else's. The only people that are really being honest with you and saying it's the best yard sign they've ever seen, of course, is your mother. We really need to make sure that we ask ourselves some common sense questions when it comes to yard signs. And then, of course, the debate of how many you actually need. 
Well, before you get into the debate of how many you need, I hope you're really doing your homework on, on how many supporters you actually have. This is when list acquisition and things like uh, fundraising mailing and things like, things like that become very important to the process about yard signs. What I would always recommend people do is, uh, let's say we're talking about a uh, sake of conversation, a Republican campaign, and you're able to go through and you're able to pull a list of hard Republicans. Maybe you're running a Republican primary, maybe it's a general election. I would just call through the list of hard Republicans. Hi, my name's Chris. I'm running for county corner. I'm a Republican. Can I put a sign in your yard? Shockingly, there's going to be more than a few people we're going to probably say, yeah, sure, no problem. Or maybe they're going to want to learn a little bit more about your campaign. Either way, you're going to get a chance to dialogue and engage with voters in a pretty efficient fashion because you're actually going to be talking to a real voter. And hopefully, hopefully you're going to get a couple locations out of this. And, of course, if you are going door-to-door, -door, you should always have the yard sign with you. Uh, going back here real quick, uh, taking a look about the logistics of the yard sign itself. Stay away from the really tiny ones. Nobody can really read those things. I think a nice 20 by 30 or 16 by 26 size tends to usually do the job. And then there, of course, is the semi-religious debate over bag signs versus polyboard and corrugated. You know, I in my travels, I've found this to be kind of a regional debate about uh, not only the size but as well as the uh, actual material. In 2004, while working for the Bush-Cheney campaign, I actually had volunteers threaten to quit because obviously the president wasn't committed to winning the state of Minnesota because I bought the wrong size yard sign. I'm not making this up. People insisted that the sign had to be 2 foot by 4 foot and 20 inches by 30 inches was insufficient. God bless my friends in Minnesota, but they're passionate about those signs. And in some places, the laws are much more restrictive about how and where you can put those signs up. And maybe even the size of those signs is dictated by local ordinance. So keep all these things in mind as you're buying your yard signs. Again, keep it simple. Don't be cheap. Don't go for one color. Make sure that your yard sign matches your logo. Make sure you put a website on there. Make sure you can read the thing if you're driving by it at 25 miles an hour. Something else to consider, you definitely want to try and build up, and this is where I, I think, you know, getting past some of the conventional wisdom, having a, a solid yard sign list is really important here. Handing out a bunch of yard signs to your friends is not as important as making sure that you have addresses for where those signs are going. You really want to make sure you have addresses and phone numbers, email addresses, contact information for people that have those yard signs, because anyone who's willing to put up a yard sign for you, quite frankly, should be somebody you should be asking for 25 bucks. This is somebody who's already shown the initial level of investment in the campaign and is a potential small dollar donor. Something else to consider, uh, previous yard sign lists for other candidates. You know, mining that list can often be an easy way to pick up some more locations for yard signs. If you're having a fundraiser, you're some sort of event or thing like, always have some yard signs there as well as a sign-up list. Try not to let the signs get out unless you've got an actual list um, there that you can collect those addresses and names. And again, going back to this example, in 2004, I was able to work with the Bush Cheney campaign to make sure that we had a very coherent yard sign distribution effort. We were actually able to pick up 11,000 new IDs of basically unknown affiliated or unaffiliated voters just by yard signs. We kept a, as, as well as we could anyway, 100% is probably completely unrealistic, but we were able to keep a pretty solid list of people that requested yard signs, and we figured, hey, if they're asking for a Bush Cheney yard sign, probably pretty good chance they're going to vote for the president. This became a great list for us to turn into a get-out-the-vote list, as well as add to a small-dollar donor list. Again, yard signs are a basic way for your volunteers and your supporters 
to show their affiliation and show their support of the campaign. There's also a kind of a dark side to this as well, and that's the psychology of the candidate. Anyone who's ever staffed a candidate or worked on a campaign before knows the devastating impact of driving down a road with a bunch of your opponent's signs and none of your candidate signs. It sounds a little crazy, I know, but believe me, sometimes maybe a little bit of advanced work if you're working with a candidate who's especially fragile, making sure that you've got some of the yard signs up in an area where they're going to be in can be pretty good, a good pump up for the candidate. At the same time, too, I'm not an advocate of throwing signs out in the right of way or in yards where you certainly haven't been invited to put up a sign. But just keep in mind that effect. You know, a lack of yard signs often be one of those things that a candidate's family or the candidate's immediate core of supporters will complain to you as a campaign manager about and say about how you're obviously not doing your job because you're losing the sign war. Now, another adage about signs you'll hear constantly, of course, is that yard signs don't vote. And I would tend to agree with that. Yard signs don't vote. But, again, back to my original premise, that yard signs are an initial indicator of support for a candidate. So a lack of yard signs certainly doesn't mean you're going to lose, but it certainly doesn't look good either. So keeping that in mind, that non-tangible momentum factor of yard signs can be a cheap and pretty easy way to get people's opinion of the campaign moving in the right direction. And again, this is very scalable. If you're talking about running for president or a statewide race, it's not nearly as feasible as the lower down the ballot you go. Lower down the ballot, the more yard signs you could probably actually graph this out, is a good sign of support or a good indicator for a candidate's chance of success. Assuming, assuming those um, yard signs are actually in a yard of a person who requested that sign. So, I hope these uh, little tips and pointers have been helpful. Keeping in mind the great semi-religious debate about yard signs is certainly not one of the most important things you're going to deal with on a campaign, but definitely one of the things you will have to deal with. I would encourage all of you to take a look at it with a non-emotional eye and take a look at it with a really objective viewpoint. So good luck to you in whatever you're accomplishing with your yard signs. If you have any questions, by all means, email me here at chris at faulknerstrategies.com or feel free to get a hold of me on Twitter at at Chris Faulkner. That's C-H-R-I-S. F-A-U-L-K-N-E-R. And uh, good luck to you and your yard sign putting up. And make sure, make sure you keep track of those lists and where those signs ended up going. All right, good luck and have a successful campaign.